The Mixed Bag on the After Reality Podcast Network. is in the first chair at the reunion and he's will simmons and he's the eldest boy spencer kinley it's after reality it's the mixed bag and boy is it a mixed bag this week presented to you by our friends at fantasy for reality fantasy the numeral four reality.com and in that mixed bag we're talking vanderpump rules reunion part two summer house reunion part one and we're going to zig a little it's not reality but it's a big tv event succession finale happened on sunday and we're excited to talk about it. That all being said, Will, what is the good word? Uh, you kind of just summed it up there. There's a lot going on in lots of different places. Uh, the Vanderpump Reunion marches on. Um, still interesting, even though I feel like this was a more of a fluff episode compared to the first one, but still some interesting stuff. Uh, Summer House is that reunion is just a complete shit show. Um, <laughs> as much as it should be, because it's been a shit show this season. But Succession, probably the best endings of finale of any show I can recall. And uh, one of your favorite reality shows, I just saw this a, a few minutes ago. I don't know if it's old news or not, but Padma's done with Top Chef. I know. After 17 bucks. Yeah. I, that, I mean, Gail's going to get My dad was, my dad texted my dad this. He's like, well, at least Tom's not gone. I'm like, Tom is the face of the show, though. Like, she runs, the, she's the face of the entire series. I mean, she hosts everything. Tom shows up middle and end. <laughs> face that runs the place. It'll be interesting. Yeah. What they what they do from there? Um, it, she's an interesting character. Like you've watched the show way more than I have, but like sometimes I feel like she's just being super catty to people. <laughs> and, oh, a thousand percent. And I don't know that it's intentional when she does it. Like, uh, you're kind of being rude. Uh, I think it's also for TV too. Like, it's like she's been there doing this long enough. These people are supposed to be good at what they do, and it's like you really let me down, and I'm gonna let you know. <laughs> um, maybe they can bring Brian Malarkey on. Oh man, I like I, I like a little malarkey, not a whole episode of malarkey. <laughs> love me some malarkey. Bring I, up got Ludo. Oh yeah, it didn't really work out with Ludo and malarkey in their last uh, TV show foray. I I enjoyed that show, or maybe it wasn't the last one, the, the one with Bourdain that was on, and and Nigella Lawson. Yeah, it was like the the bite or something like that, or. Based. The Diego. Yeah, I, I I watched it, but like it didn't last long. <laughs> There were two seasons. Malarkey was on the first. He wasn't included on the second. They replaced him with Marcus Samuelson. There you go. Who's also good, but yeah. Host for Top Chef. Marcus. Bad? Oh, I doubt they're probably not going to pick a chef. It's going to be Rachel. No. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's why Gail kind of fits the mold. But also, like, Gail's good at times. Padma, like, brought panache style. Definitely style. Uh, they even put her in. She was in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue this year yeah i mean she's a former model she shows up but also she actually goes out to cook like you follow her on social media like you'll see her she's got an amazing kitchen she's all these crazy spices she's like goes like out in the neighborhood in new york and buys all the fresh shit stuff it's she actually knows what she's doing so on top of being a good host she actually knows what food is so, so i am still behind on below deck med but i or excuse me below deck sailing yacht but catching up quickly uh I just kind of missed the boat on Real Housewives of New Jersey this year. I've, I've, I've let it stack up to like eight, nine, ten episodes on that one and have not been able to, to make a dent in it. Um, and I don't know. Have you, have you watched it? Is it worth me dedicating the time? Watch like 
I mean, like I'd say watch an episode or two and then just move to the end. It's a lot of the same storyline. It's basically just uh, uh, Teresa fighting with uh, her brother and uh, uh, her his her wife about the entire wedding and if they should show her or not. So, um, I you know, is there a good guys episode? Because that's really what I want to watch. Uh, there's a couple decent ones, yeah, but it's not enough. You need one. We, we want more of it because like the season was pretty annoying overall. The new girls are pretty good on it, but yeah. Uh, honestly, we kind of skipped through a bunch of it at the end. We just kind of get tired of it. But uh, reunion's happening now. That's you got the, that one huh? new girl that has the dude with the horrible facial hair, and it's, yeah, he's just an ugly dude. Let's Joe Joe Fuda. Joe Fuda. <laughs> you, you order your lunch, Joe Fuda. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyhow, let's go ahead and dive into things. But before we do, you want to remind everybody where they can find. <laughs> Also on Twitter at After Reality Pod, like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook, also Instagram and TikTok at After Reality Podcast. Subscribe where you download them Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, Stitcher. Check out the website, AfterRealityPodcast.com. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So let's talk Vanderpump Rules Reunion. You you alluded to it earlier. Uh, not as splashy as the first one. I think the third one will be splashier because we're going to get Raquel. We're going to get the big unveil news and I who, who, who knows what else is going to happen there, but I any highlights for you this week or lowlights? Um, I still think like we're not getting a lot out of Tom because no one lets him talk. And I think that that's kind of annoying where it's like, this is them. Like, even though it, it got shut down, as soon as Schwartz said, like, this is like a, a group therapy. And immediately Katie was like, it's not group therapy. I mean, you know, or Ariana said it. I'm like, but it is like, if you guys are going to talk to each other, talk here and let us see it. Like, because that's what everybody's waiting for. And I know it kind of sucks. Open up like a real big wound again that's scabbing over. But you signed up for it. You're here now. Let them speak. And then you chew them out after. Fine. But let them get through whatever he's saying. Yeah, It's pretty, like, regardless of what you or anyone thinks about Sandoval, like, he's being, like, verbally canceled right there on the stage. Like, he can't say anything without, in, in, without the peanut gallery of James, Lala, and Ariana, to a certain extent, being like, Oh, where were you? You were just making out with some some other t- like it's just it's like high school kids berating someone and not letting them speak, no matter what it. They could be speaking on something that's completely unrelated to to Raquel and and Ariana. And yeah, sorry, go ahead. And I, I have a thought on James too. Oh well, basically, I was, I was just saying that um, like Sandoval trying to get out of filming with Raquel because he wants to have a one on one conversation with her without the cameras there, and it's like. You're crazy. Like you're absolutely crazy. You think they're gonna allow that right now? Like, yeah, we'll stand out on the outside, but we're gonna keep you mic'd up. Like, whatever. Like, it's you're you're literally here, so you're on the stage and you can't say anything. You're not gonna like get away with a conversation off camera like this. Now it's like, come on, dude. Like, just just have it here. And I know it sucks. I know it sucks. But like, don't say you want to say something and then don't tell anybody. Like, don't do don't tell don't don't do that. Ooh, <laughs> you're on TV. Gotta, I gotta meet with Ra- Raquel so we can get our story straight. Yeah, dude. Uh, and it, it's almost like it was Summer House where Danielle was like. Here, co- cover your microphone and like that's not how it works. Oh, uh, Maya, Maya did that. Maya, yeah, yeah, Oliver. Yeah, uh, but yet yeah, no. On James on this show, he is such a pansy. Like the way he like, I'll start yelling at you and screaming, and then I get up and walk away, and it's like it's like name calling, and I'm like, you're the one running away, dude. Why yeah. are you up and running off? You're pissing Andy. Everyone, I to sit the fuck down. <laughs> You were not the number one guy in the group. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just like, I'm like, you were such a pansy just calling names. And then like, I think we called it, said it last week. It was like the, 
getting in a fight in the NBA where it's just like, oh, hold me back, hold me back, hold me back. Oh, I better go to the locker room. Yep. That's what James is doing repetitively. I don't know what he's doing when he goes off. Is he dipping into his stash while he's off? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he went on a tangent about how Raquel's mom would ask him about his, his size of his dick. And like, what are you like? What, like, why are we having an alley sitting right there? And I'm like, why? Why are you saying this, dude? Why are Why are you bringing this up? And they're like, hey, hey, Allie, nice, nice to meet you. You're like, had you seen the show before you started dating James? <laughs> no, we're getting into here. Let's put together a supercut so you can see it again. Yeah. Uh, yep. Is he interesting? Does he drive the show? Does he bring you know eyes to the TV? Absolutely. But it's also like, dude, you know how this works. Just sit the fuck down. Just calm down. I like him way better on the show than in a reunion. He is so obnoxious at a reunion. Yeah, yeah, because they just all fly off the handle. Like that's all the and like I get it. Andy's one person, but it's this mob mentality. And like, like, like you said, like whatever everyone thinks about Sandoval. Yes, the guy screwed up royally, but like it's all we're all here to hear what he has to say. Let him say it. Let him say it. Like I said, chew him out afterwards. Ariana can say whatever she wants after he says whatever he says. That's great. But like, let him say it. Like, just let him say it. He's but, a beaten dog up there. We all see it. <laughs> Let's visualize that Sandoval was Jax. No. <laughs> well, let's visualize that. James didn't say that stuff to Jax. Because Jax would break. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sandoval, James would say it if he had the backing of all the other guys there. That's the only reason he would say it. Yeah. He. Uh, yeah. Not a, not a backbone there. No. Sandoval's on an island up there. Like, even Schwartz isn't backing him up right now. So, whatever James is saying or doing, that's a one on one conversation. At this point, it's not a group. It's not a group mentality. Uh, so, Xanax out the bottle on stage. Dude. And he's like, "Only oh, take it like once a month." I'm like, okay. Hey, Ariana, I know. you want one? Yeah, I'm like, you could have put one pill in your pocket, dude. You don't need to bring the entire vial. You could have silently like slid it into your mouth. No one needs to know that you're. Oh, yeah, I got a headache. I took a Tylenol. Yeah. Uh, one thing that came up, I saw people bringing it up. It's like. Raquel being too smiley and like laughing and all the stuff like during all of her pieces of this and all and like you know like maybe she's on the spectrum maybe she's on pills maybe she's blah 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 and I'm like I don't think there's any of that I think she's just awkward and she that's kind of her mentality of like this is how I'm gonna laugh my smile my way through it because like I don't I, that's who I am like awkwardly get through it because like I, I truly feel like she does have emotions toward this but she does not know how to show them maybe she's emotionally immature in that way but uh, low low uh, EQ <laughs> um, talk to Bennett from uh, The Bachelor. He'll give you a book about it. <laughs> oh, okay. um, the, I think you're, you're talking about when she's in the trailer and, and she's like, well, maybe I should have given Sheena a handwritten note with like a smile on her face. Yeah. Reminded me of when they're roller skating and Lala comes to talk to her or, and is yelling at James and, and she's got a smile. Like even, even when Raquel go, or has been called a twat, um, she has a smile on her face. Sorry, I called you a twat. And just like, <laughs> I just like, there's nothing going on upstairs there. Sorry, like, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, but I, yeah, she is. It's going to be interesting when she comes out on stage. We already got the like, I'm. We got to see like pretty much the restraining order, order dropped on site, um, yeah. but still in effect at that point in time. Um, I don't know what Tom was th- like. I appreciated. The way Tom was thinking about his answer to the "Do you think Sheena hit Raquel?" because it was pretty obvious, like he didn't really think Raquel or was hit by by Sheena, but he didn't want to abandon ship on Raquel. Is kind of what I think was going through the head at that point in time. But when he says, "Well, I don't want to like ruin my relationship with Sheena," I'm like, "That's Ariana's best friend. 
Like, do you think you have a relationship there? You know, there's no relationship, Tom. <laughs> no, everyone pointed that out pretty quickly. I, I, Tom was in an awkward spot, and it was crazy how long it took him to answer that answer. Where Andy's even like, Sandoval, like, come on. But like, you could tell Sheena was like super pissed, just like, go ahead. Just don't, like, if you say something in her favor, I'm going to kill you. Uh, where he's in a bad spot because, like, I'm pretty sure that whatever happened to Raquel was a scratch from a slap, something hand to the face, not a fist, hand to the face, because yeah. a punch to the head would not leave a scratch like that unless she had a, something on her hand, like a brass knuckles or something. <laughs> Yeah, what? Because it was the shape of a fingernail. There you go. Her nails are pretty long. One thing that did come up is maybe the big reveal is that people knew about this longer than they were letting on. And so, like, I also think maybe that's where Sheena was like, you could see her, like, ready to, like, say something. And I wonder if, as it made me think, I'm like, if that is the case, maybe that's that comes out in, in, that, in that time if he actually does say something. So, I don't know. Big reveal has been rumored to be something that only one person knows about um, because cast members have been encouraged not to sign their contracts for next season until they see all of the reunion play out on TV. So presumably it's something that happens in a one-on-one with Ariana, one-on-one with Tom or a one-on-one with Raquel, which because no one else was privy to those conversations. Yeah. Everyone would know about it if it happened on stage. Right. Now, you sent, me a rumor uh, about what it, what it might be, and uh, you want to share that? Oh, uh, I'm trying to think which one it was, because you're passing some... Let me pull up real quick while you're talking. Uh, uh, I got it right here. This had been going on when Raquel and James were still engaged to one another. So That's they, correct, yeah. Maybe even when they got, when they got engaged, and then Ra- Raquel was mad at Sandoval for not breaking up with Ariana and started co-mingling with shorts to make him mad yeah which man like that would be crazy there could be some legs to some of that um potentially i mean like why is he spending twenty thousand dollars on an engagement that's not his or whatever like that seems real weird and like when maybe the reveal is like actually the first time we hooked up was three years ago um but i don't know why that would affect people wanting to hold off on signing their contracts. I'm yep. pretty sure will not be back on the show. Tom will be in some form or fashion. Yeah. I, it makes me wonder who's coming back if Tom comes back. If Sandoval does come back. I feel like there should be somebody that's like not happening if, if he's on the show. Like I don't be associated with that guy. Yeah. But I mean, it could just be him and Schwartz filming at their restaurant and old friends pop by um, kind of thing. Who, who knows? At the strip mall in Silver Lake. <laughs> but yeah, it's... <laughs> are there any other possibilities as far as like what the big reveal only one person would know about? Um, I mean, there's also the pregnancy rumors, but I think that's kind of bullshit. I don't know. I don't like that seems... Yeah, she's been off-grid, right? Since, the, since filming the reunion at this I think point. so. Yeah. What's weird is like the more the videos that come out and stuff of like the time frame when they actually were already like hooking up and stuff. Like that time frame just is like so weird how like how much hanging out everyone was doing. Everybody was still, you know, near each other and it was like that that part irks me the most. And I'm like, this is terrible now to see like how many people were so close, so tied to it at the shows, Ariana Raquel next to each other, blah blah blah. And it's like just like, man, this is just bad. Bad. I mean Ariana has obviously moved on, but like it's just it's just bad. 
questions about like what did you think was going to happen oh yeah have no answer like you couldn't have thought anything good was uh, any resolution was coming out of this yeah yeah i don't yeah i don't know any any other thoughts on on vanderpump rules before we move summer house um sandoval did post about um uh an instagram that was interesting about where about how well his tour is doing and since this all news came out did you see this did see the like how how many the quantity of people that are coming to these shows yeah yeah um I mean, like, I'm not surprised people are interested in this and, like, he's a celebrity and, you know, people do that. Plus, I'm just the novelty of it to go see it. But, um, yeah, I thought it was interesting that he made a post about how, like, how well his tour is doing, how he's selling out places, how his venues are getting bigger or whatever and the popularity is rising and stuff. And it's like, cool, man. It's a really good time to gloat about this. <laughs> Got to have some positivity in his life, right? It's a pretty negative storm hailing down on him. Yep. Um, Summer House. We had part one of the reunion there this week. Um, Carl and Lindsay kind of took center stage, uh, but what's where's the best place for us to start talking about the the, the Summer House bit of a train wreck reunion? Uh, I mean, like, I feel like there's not many storylines for this reunion. It's basically like Carl and Lindsay still suck. We don't like you guys. You don't like us. You didn't. You did Danielle wrong. Maybe you did. Paige is talking too much. <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> oh, like. I felt like it was a little across the line to just tell Paige that she was dating the biggest liar on Bravo. That's a little aggressive. Like you've always had a side side for Lindsay. You're like you've taken her side. Where I'm like I've hated Lindsay for the get go. I'm like she sucks. She's annoying. She's too much. She's high and mighty. Whatever. Um, I still think there's things that we don't know behind the scenes and here off camera where it's like people just don't like her. Just don't like her. And Carl can defend her all he wants. He has to. It's his now going to be wife. But like, I don't know. I still feel like they're kind of ignoring the what everybody else is seeing, and that part is frustrating because I think everybody in the stage is like, "Yeah, we see all this stuff," and y'all are still acting like this is not even like we're we're not we're making it up. Yeah, I mean, what we saw with Lindsay and Danielle was just like awful. Like the just the and, and Danielle says it. She's like the look on your face, and that like it was like nothing inside. Just the. Yeah soul staring at her and and that was bad and and like Carl obviously has to take up for her I can't remember what prompted him to get so upset with Paige um that's a good question I I didn't quite get that and also like side question and maybe I should know are Danielle and Robert not together anymore no they broke up uh by basically right after the season ended okay I like Robert but but yeah haven't dated a chef, but I, I, I've always heard that not someone you want to be in a relationship is, with is a chef. So it's real hard. Anyone in the restaurant industry is like, it's just your lifestyle is just different. And chefs, especially because they're there all day. Yeah, one, well, he's even further complicated by like, he does the summers in Montauk and the winters in Aspen. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And like they hadn't on top of their apartment in New York. <laughs> yeah. Well, they have a place in, in the Hamptons, which I think is what the primary residence or it was. I don't know. It that that one's tough. Um I'm kinda My curious. Question, oh, I was just gonna I say see what else happens on this reunion, but go ahead. I was gonna say, well, that is expensive places to be own to be living. So, like two different locations, right? I mean they're in New York and they're also in the Hamptons. I'm like, that is 
Where I guess Robert's killing it in the restaurant game. <laughs> well, he's at the surf lodge and the ski lodge, which are like highfalutin places. Okay. That's helpful. But we don't know are they do they own one of these or rent the other one or yeah. what the city is. Um, maybe one of them owns one and one of them owns the other. I mean, but really, they're not owning anything in the city, right? No, yeah, I think Danielle said they were renting an apartment together in New York just to have a place in New York. So, yeah. But I don't I don't think they were there real often. I don't see why they would need to go there at all because she's working remotely, I think, and he's yeah. working in the Hamptons. Yeah. But, um, I'm going to say, I, I want some more. We didn't get Corey and Sam really this up on part one. I think we'll see some more of that. They're still together from what I can tell. And, and then we'll, we'll get to dive in a little more Sierra, Maya, uh, Chris, Gabby, and, and get to hear more of what's going on there. Kyle and Amanda seem to be in a, the healthiest spot. Maybe we've seen them in a really long time. If not ever. Yeah. Um, and I still have concerns about Amanda's actual physical health. It's, Gonna wither it away into, into nothing, but that's not my business. I'm just concerned, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, no, I, I, they're doing good. Um, I, I still think their their relationship with Carl is like his relationship with Carl is slightly fractured, even though they are good with each other, right? So, um, but those two seem good, and hopefully they have a kid eventually. I feel like, I feel like Kyle and Carl just need to be friends, independent of the girls. Yeah. Let's go have guy time. Let's go hang out. Let's still be boys. Um, maybe Carl's like, I've, Carl's always been my guy, right? Carl's my, Carl's my number one guy in my group uh, on, on this show and, and always has been. But I think it's going to be tough for him to continue to be on the show, unfortunately. Yeah. Yep. It will be. Honestly, I can see Carl and Lindsay not coming back next season. Yeah. Although, it's a great boost to their livelihood. And now I remember what, why Paige was pissed at them. What do you guys do? You don't even have jobs. <laughs> like now, speaking of their livelihood, like if they don't really have jobs, like what about the taco contract? Um, I I don't know what what's going on with Hubhouse PR or whatever Carl is doing these days. Um, so maybe, uh, show. maybe he should be an, an al- uh, non-alcoholic alcohol rep <laughs> in a beer in a con- yeah. I like that. Um. Trying to think of any, maybe he could be, sell prebiotic sodas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mixers, a mixers guy. How about that? Uh, or protein sodas, like uh, the the situation tried to sell protein vodka. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, Are you? Oh my god, you didn't know about protein vodka, dude? Situation. I, I can't believe vodka. Or there's Jersey Shore family vacation is still on TV, and that Sammy Sweetheart is is coming back after all these years. That's crazy. Are you still watching these? No, I watched the first two seasons of Family Vacation because it was pretty good. Same, I watched those. And then it's just... I think they got to the pandemic and then it just went off the rails. Well, did that include the Vegas season when they went to Vegas and like Ronnie was like losing his mind? I think that was the second one. Um, mm-hmm. But actually, there was another one that I thought was in Vegas where they had like a resort all to themselves like out in the desert. And that may not have been Vegas, but there's been, been some... Odd twist in terms of, of that plot for sure. Gotcha. Anyhow, let's shift gears to something we do not do ever really on this show. We're going to talk about scripted television. Uh, succession and four series finale, as Mr. Harris would say. And like just from the jump, how'd you like the way that, that they put a bow on this? 
you know, these series season, uh, season finales or series finales are tough to do just because like there's usually plot holes or they're still open. You can't answer all the questions. And this one actually was probably the most the most succinct with answering all the questions, tying up all the loose ends and like actually addressing like where we're going to go forward. There's no guessing like Sopranos when it goes black in the diner and stuff like that. It's like, you know exactly how this goes down. Um, so I thought it was fantastic that my two big questions were, are they ever going to talk about Kendall killing that kid? And if and what about the kids? Are they actually Kendall's kids? Answer both. Turns out he acted like he didn't kill that guy, even though they knew he did because he admitted to it. Everyone knew it. The bond us together. Yep. And then uh, the second one was the kids. Turns out they were not his kids. They were most likely adopted because Shiv is the only one with actually an extra bloodline with the baby she's going to have to keep the family going. So Shiv's, Shiv's got the bloodline. Yep. Shiv's the Shiv the Shiv. Shiv Kenny Kenny the Ken and Roman young child who I feel like. More than ever, we get like recently we're getting like Roman's really the only one that wants them to be a family. Like that, like he's happy when they get along, and and probably most illustrative of that ever was the scene with the 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 blender making a drink for a king, which was the most out of place scene compared to any other scene we've seen across the the entire four seasons. It's just like, oh wait, is there a different director directing this scene? Well, like we never see them act happy as a family, right? It's it, like it's only in moments of like them actually like something works out in one's favor. They kind of have a leg up, you know. Th- certain things are going the right way. It's like when they were at the beginning of the season when they're talking about that the hundred they're getting off together, like they were excited and like they're really getting along. But like that was a few times, one of the few times you actually see them actually like going to back and showing that they are family. They are they grew up together, they know each other, and they were actually kids again. I told you this before. Me and my sister played. You have to drink it, and you basically make a cup full of garbage, and you have to drink it. We take at least one big sip. We're the dumping each other, but uh, so I understood this game. I actually kind of felt like I've done this before. These people are like me. King wears a crown. Well, a king wears yeah. a crown. Yeah, I know. Now I wish I would just don't have we had to dump it in each other because I'd be even better because it was so much mustard and like Worcestershire sauce in these mixes. <laughs> I so as I watched, I mean, things shifted pretty hard for Shiv three times here in the final episode. It was like. I'm the, the American-based CEO of, of Gojo to I'm out on Gojo to I'm back in. And even though I know that I'm I'm on the outs, but yeah. somewhat estranged husband is allegedly on the in. And yeah. um, I was audibly like, no, what are you doing? And watch, watching the show. But at the same time, you've come to expect... No, no, no level of normalcy watching this show, right? Totally. It, it, Julie Chen would have been proud. Expect that because <laughs> you know it's going. Except it's not even unexpected on the show. You, you are ready for the unexpected. Yeah, like where Roman said it best. He's like, "We're we're bullshit. You're bullshit. This is bullshit." Like it is. His his dad even said it. Like you guys aren't deserving of this. You guys don't. De- like this is why he, there wasn't anybody set up for this because his dad didn't believe in them. I love you, but you are not serious people. Yeah, and it's true. Like they're not. Like they constantly just keep changing the game. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like his dad was right the whole time. Like it's weird because like people started started going back and showing clips of like, oh, we should have known this sooner. Known this sooner. It's like sure, you know, it's all good in retrospect. You're like, oh, we should have seen it coming. But it actually, this made the most sense that Roman really he wanted to own it. But his relief when he's bringing the martini into the thing, he actually was happy he was not a part of this anymore. Plus, there also one thing we don't really we wouldn't talk about. They're walking away with billions of dollars each. Like they are set up for the rest of their lives and their fa- families' lives. Like this is not the, this is the end of their just stake and wait and wait waystar and Royco, not the end of their lives. Yeah, and Kendall talks about you know, like 
dad told me when I was four years old. And even he's aware enough that like, that's messed up that you're telling a four year old that it's, that it's them. And then there's the eldest boy thing. And he starts saying some really awful stuff. Cause that's what Kindle does when he doesn't get his way. Um, it's, it's, it's wild. Um, and a lot of people have talked about, well, like who they thought was going to, to win or win the show. And question for you, for you, who won the show? And, if the answer is nobody, then the answer is nobody. But who won the show? Tom Wom's games. <laughs> he won the show. Yeah. And and Tom is just a puppet for, for Matson, right? Which puppets can get thrown out with the trash. Um I have a sig on this answer. No, no let me finish why let me why I picked Tom. This is my answer, reasoning. Tom was like you said, he's a whipping boy. He's a puppet. That's exactly what he's been good at. He is literally lets everybody just beat him up, beat him up, shiv, beat him up, beat him up. Guess where she is at the end with Tom. Beats him up, tells her terrible mother, still gets back with him. Uh, they also get divorced, but he was still after her the whole time. She comes back. Like he kind of keeps back and forth. Then with Ro- Logan, he Logan he was willing to go to jail for Logan. Not even part of the family, willing to go to jail. No, he fucked up with this whole cruise thing. Knows he's on the hook for it, but won't admit it. But just knows he's going to take the fall if this comes down to it. And Logan's totally fine with it. Shift's totally fine with it. Just keeps getting his ass kicked, his ass kicked. So he does win in the long run because he does get to become CEO. One thing he's vying, was vying for anyway, but never thought he could get. He gets it, gets the girl, goes home, winner. Like, even though he doesn't deserve any of it, he's as terrible as they are. But he actually does work outside of those people because he actually works at this new station. So he wins in the long run. And they all are the same people. Just rich, rich bastards. <laughs> Shift knowing it couldn't be her. She knows that she has the most control of the company because she controls Tom and she can't control the brothers. Uh, Makes sense. We left out the, like the video and and I'll tie it that, uh, that they got to see of their dad, like being a human uh, with Jerry and uh, Frank and and people that earn their role at this company. Right. As opposed to any of these other people, none of them earn their role, but I have a different winner. All right, Connor's the winner. He got the penthouse. Connor, oh. got the penthouse. He's he has billions of dollars. Um, yeah, he's not going to get uh, Slovenia. I don't. I don't. I don't think because of things didn't shake out in Wisconsin. But I and he got the medals. <laughs> yeah, I get the medals. There was already a, there was already a first round. Um, <laughs> I in the first round. <laughs> I love how the point where they're talking. He's like. Yeah, she, and Willow's going through about how, yeah, you know, like, I'm going to stay here and do my own thing. He's going to go to Slovenia or whatever slow, slow country he goes to. And they were like, what about Wisconsin? And he was, she's like, what about Wisconsin? He's like, yeah, they're working some details out, like, knowing this is all fucked anyway. <laughs> you, and you better get used to the cow print couch. Um, <laughs> um, but Connor, to tie that into that video, Connor was in the in crowd in the video. Carl, Frank, Jerry, Logan, Connor. And Logan let Connor make fun of him. Yep. I think the other kids don't live in that world. No. I also think because Connor's not a threat. Like, those other three kids pose threats to things, right? It's a threat to Logan's business, Logan's whatever. Like, it, it threatens the thing Logan holds the most. Connor is just there. Connor's sucking off the teat and doing everything he can and being the, being the good boy, 
because he is the eldest if you get down to it <laughs> like he actually just knows he wants to be rich and just stay rich that's all he wants to do that's all he wants to do whatever means possible these other three want to have power and want to think they own stuff or have more stake in things connor just wants to be rich and live the rich lifestyle and so i think it's just not it's less easier for logan to just like let him do whatever he wants i wish we knew more about how connor got so rich on top of just being part of this family um rich enough to try to get that one percent of the vote yeah yeah, I know. Yeah, but I, I think that's that's a good point. But I mean, like honestly, Tom and Connor, two of the biggest losers on the show when you get down to it, because they literally they keep getting put in shitty situations. But Tom escalates past it. Connor obviously gets past it too. And no matter what what happens around them, so pretty sure Greg's the big the biggest loser in the, the whole thing. You're yeah, but thirty forty thousand dollars. But I got you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, the whole uh, tag on his forehead was amazing. Disgusting brothers. Brother, <laughs> date sale. I got you. Uh, yeah, and and like I think, I think the thing that will stick with me maybe among anything across however many whatever forty some odd episodes of the show is that cold, limp, non-held hand in the car as they Tom. Oh, just the dead fish hand. That I think will be the image that lives with me for this entire series. I, I don't know why, but it's still very like right there in my head. Oh, it's it's a, it was a very poignant point to show like Tom Link being all CEO and like boss like and Shiv just like yes, just take my hand in any way possible. <laughs> like, yeah. Do we know for sure that the guy that she hooked up with, um, it's not his kid? Do we know that for sure? No. Rich people get. Paternity tests. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I lead to believe that it would be his for the fact that they did hook up a couple times, like right, right at the right time for it. So, uh, yeah, it, that, that I guess is a good point. But why would like it's kind of a low, like a back backseat storyline if that's the case. But it doesn't matter. See, season's over. Tom goes out a CEO, and Shiv gets to have a loveless marriage next to the the power. Who you knows? She may still end up being the CEO. That's the back door. That's the back door plan. Like if it doesn't work out with Tom, she can take it. Yeah. Or they could put someone in there that actually knows how to be a CEO. Go Joe Waystar. <laughs> uh, let's any, anything else before we wrap things up? Nope. That show was awesome. Uh, I'm going to miss it. It was prime time viewing at our house. We did. We watched it the night of every week that we could. So I'm uh, going to miss that one for sure. Great. Great ending though. Buckled up and ready for the last stretch run of Yellowstone this fall. Uh, that's the script that I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for. Maybe something else will come across the radar b- between now and then. But uh, anyhow, let's get out of here. Before we do, we want to remind everybody where they can find us online. Find us on Twitter at After Reality Pod. Like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook. Also on Instagram and TikTok at After Reality Podcast. Check out our down- where you download your podcast at. Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, or Stitcher. Check our website at AfterRealityPodcast.com. Find me at iFellover45 on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me on the Twitter at Spencer Kitley at Fantasy Four Reality when uh, things are in season on both Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Bachelorette game will be going live here very soon, so if that's your cup of tea, check that out. And until we chat again, have a great weekend. We'll see you soon. Adios. <laughs>